When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What up, everybody? I'm going to initiate a call to action for everyone to donate $1.99 so that you can access the back catalog of the podcast as well as to help your podcast grow. I'm trying to grow the podcast and I want to do that with you guys and make it better and brighter and bring you more information. So if you want to access the back catalog and help support me as an artist, I appreciate you. And please donate at anchor.fm underneath Lockdown Universe. Thanks so much and enjoy the show. What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, some of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO legend and paranormal lore. Welcome back, welcome back, happy to be back. Hopefully you guys are doing well and taking care of yourselves. Today we're going to talk about a really fascinating topic called super suits and we're going to talk about the new suits that have been developed by the government secret government not the regular government <laughs> but the the secret uh, suits that basically make you superman so this story came out about seven years ago in season one of uh, cosmic disclosure where emory smith one of the whistleblowers uh, who works with uh, david wilcock who's one of the, I guess you'd call him a uh, publisher or, you know, a um, kind of a uh, producer of gathering all of these whistleblowers together and who are willing to come out and get them on camera and talking about their experiences, either, either being a scientist, a chemist, um, or some other form of, of military operations within these uh, special compartmentalized sections of the government. So Emory Smith was a scientist and uh, worked on many different uh, parts of these compartmentalized areas of uh, the alien component or extraterrestrial component of the government. And one of the things he got to work on was helping to develop the super suit for our, our soldiers and the soldiers have had multiple different suits right as we know they have camouflage now back in the in vietnam in the 70s they had you know the old school uh like kind of weavy um looked like it was you know kind of created by somebody who had drawn it camouflage which i think was the best camouflage in my opinion then, like in the 2000s, maybe even late 90s, they came out with this like digitized camouflage, which I don't really like. I think I think it's worse than the, the previous one, but you know, they went with the computer. <laughs> you know, we go with AI, so they developed this digitized camouflage. But Emory Smith talks about special ops camouflage that's not seen by the public and only used during special operations which makes sense we don't, we don't want to have 
families taking pictures with the special operations equipment that they have, right? So they develop it and they only use it during special operations. Now, this isn't even like Navy SEAL stuff. This is like above Navy SEAL stuff uh, in, in combating aliens or combating some sort of force that we don't even know about yet. We haven't gotten into yet. So this super suit basically makes you almost Superman. doesn't give you laser vision, but um, it does allow you to, to jump up to 50 feet in the air. And then it can also levitate you as high as you would want to go. Now, I'm going to go through the characteristics that Emery talked about in these, in the, these suits, uh, which there aren't many of, or at least there weren't when he was working on them. Uh, the year that he was speaking about this on Cosmic Disclosure was 2015, so that was seven years ago now. So, obviously a lot can be developed in seven years, so this is just the stuff that he was working on about... 10 years prior to when he was speaking about this, okay? So just think about this for a second. He spoke about this seven years ago, and he said it took him about 10 years to come out and talk about it. So it could have been anywhere between maybe 12 to even 17 years ago that he was working on some of this stuff. My guess is probably about 12 years ago, you know? So that would put him at like 2010, which makes sense to, to some degree there. Uh, we've had a lot of technology that's come out um, all the way up until 2010, so it kind of makes sense. So what's interesting is he said that previous to his super suit, just to give you some context, previous to his super suit that he worked on, there was a dilithium predator suit, which basically did some of the same things that the suit in the movie Predator did. Not to the exact same degree, but similar. It basically made you somewhat invisible. Um, he stated that it had thousands of mirrors per, uh, per cubic millimeter, um, that made you look somewhat translucent in that it refracted light around you so that it would make you blend in to the, the forested background, which is exactly what the predator suit did in the movie. Um, he stated that, um, it did not provide armor, so you had to wear, you know, your bulletproof vest underneath it with, with the the uh, the ceramic plates, so that you know if you did get shot, you would have some armor around your vital organs. Um, now this is that was pretty common too, because MIT students came up with blankets that you could wrap around yourself or lay under, and would basically make you camouflage in the forest. It would it would take the light around. Um, the grass or take how it refracted around the flowers and the trees and bounce it off of the blanket so that you basically look like you were the grass. Um, so this isn't like unheard of technology, but that's not the technology we're talking about today. The technology we're talking about today is the super suit. The super suit can do things like this. Uh, it can absorb a 40 foot drop if you jump off a cliff. Oh, if you jump off a cliff, and you, you don't know how to land, it will help you land. It will help you roll into a ball. It will uh, manipulate your body so that you don't sustain injury. How it can do this is it has millions and millions of little um, floss-like fibers within it. And he stated that it looks like a scuba suit, right? Kind of one of those skin-tight suit, uh, skin suits that you would wear if you are going to go diving. But instead of it being neoprene, which... Those are, 
uh, it was comprised of different composites. And one of those interesting composites was this floss-like fiber, which had its own kind of muscle memory, so to speak. So it would tighten to save you uh, in case you jumped off a 40-foot cliff. It would tighten in case you were shot with a bullet so that you wouldn't sustain a bullet wound. Um, so they were al almost bulletproof. I mean, it w probably couldn't stop like a 50 caliber, he said, but it could stop at 223. Um, he stated that um, it was electro electromagnetic proof, uh, shock proof, like we were talking about jumping off of a 40-foot cliff. It would tighten up and make you roll uh, so that you didn't sustain injury. He stated that these suits also monitored your vitals, so he stated that it was similar to kind of like an Iron Man suit without making you a robot and being inflexible. Their goal in making these suits was to make it flexible so that you could go out into battle and fight. Now, the Iron Man suit's great, but it did have some restrictions, right? You're walking around, you're, you're limited by what the machine can do. In this case, he stated you basically felt like you were naked, but you had the protection of an Iron Man suit. Um, he stated that it monitored your vitals, that it would either dispense chemicals into your body if you were having tremendous amounts of stress, or um, if you needed to feel a bit more uh, positive about a situation, it might dump in a few, uh, you know, grams of serotonin or uh, uh, serotonin. Uh, maybe some other chemicals um, to fight any depression. So that's kind of interesting. Um, so if you, it was basically created for each individual. So it had your makeup, your your body's chemistry. So they take your blood, they do they do all the work up on it, all the all of the all of the vital information. You know your lymphocytes, all of your uh, your. Uh, fat cells, all of your uh, serotonin cells, um, your your blood pressure, your calcification in your body, um, how your heart works, um, the variable heart rate is super important to make sure, make sure that you can sustain your health during a, a battle for a long period of time, your sodium intakes. So it would take into all that consideration, your metabolism, how you metabolize chemicals, and it would know exactly how to disseminate these vital characteristics and vital um, chemicals into your body. Um, he stated that uh, <clears throat> um, those floss-like fibers could also um, make you super strong. You know, so if, if they tightened up, you could carry one of your teammates if you needed to. So it could give you kind of super strength in order to carry them back and make sure that they were safe. Um, it wouldn't allow you to fall if you were running. So like, let's say you're running and like you tripped over something, it would tighten up on one side so that you would have strength on that side. And then you could get the other side of your body to be stable again, which is really interesting because, you know, a lot of times in battle, you're, you're running and you know, you're hoping that the, the surface of the of the ground that you're running on is flat. But what if you're running and, you, you know, you're expecting to hit the surface, but instead you hit a hole, you know, or partial hole where part of your foot hits the ground, but your heel goes into a hole. 
the suit would tense up so that you could continue running without having to have, you know, knee damage from, from, you know, running at full speed and hitting a hole with your foot. That would be a bad scenario. We've all had that happen, right? You're going out chasing around. All of a sudden you hit a hole with your foot and you're like, oh, God, oh my, you know, it hits your knee wrong or it hits your ankle wrong and you're screwed right out in the battlefield. They don't want that. So they're willing to spend the money on these super suits and make them as, as good as they can. Um, what's also interesting is he stated that you could wear one of these things for seven days and it would stay clean. It would keep you clean as well because, you know, you have to change your clothes every so often. Otherwise, you're going to start, you know, getting skin rot or, you know, as, as they found out in Vietnam, you know, foot rot. You had to change your socks, um, you know, keep your feet dry. So this thing can keep you clean for seven days and give you nutrients for up to seven days. It could also make you run up to 38 miles an hour, which is pretty damn fast. That's pretty good. I don't know how fast I can run, but it's definitely not that fast. Um, <clears throat> I don't know how fast the fastest man can run, but I think like I think like Usain Bolt uh, was able to run like, you know, at full sprint. I thought he could do like 30. I, I might be wrong about that. But that's like a full sprint for a short period of time. This thing can let you do 38 miles an hour, you know, for as long as, as needed. Um, he stated that, uh, oh, this is interesting too. The suit could project out fins and other kind of like projectiles out of the suit. Not to like shoot, but to like um, absorb a hit or to uh, allow you to, you know, fall if you were going to fall. Um, to to uh, give you some sort of pillow, give you some sort of uh, uh, capability to absorb that hit, or a fin if you ended up going into water, you know, so that it could you, it could keep you buoyant if needed, which is interesting too. And I mean, if it's as intelligent as he says it is, to have a fin pop out, you know, not like a huge fin, but just like you know a, a smaller fin, probably wouldn't be that hard, right? If these if these millions and billions of, of floss lines existed it could project out, you know, and push out part of the suit to create that. Um, he stated that this is the best part. These suits were reverse engineered from alien tech, which makes sense. All of the grays have always had skin suit, yeah, skin suit, skin tight suits, right? They're always skin tight suits. They're always these like silvery suits that are just tight to the skin and, they basically look naked. It's like, how, how are they not naked? Because it's so tight. It's because they were alien technology. And then we reverse engineered it for our military soldiers. It's beautiful. I love it. Um, so that's how they were able to create these suits. And that's how, you know, those aliens, you know, they're able to function on probably other planets, you know, that aren't their gravitational equivalent of their planet. They're able to go on other planets and have these suits make up the balance or the deficit uh, to balance them out. Um, so what Emery was pretty clear about was these suits aren't used for, like, even the Navy SEALs, who are the, the highest of the high, you know, when it comes to special ops. These suits are used for outside the government, military. So these are the guys that are dealing with, like, aliens or, you know, something else that the government isn't involved in. Um, oh, he also said what was interesting was they use, you know, these, they use very, very sophisticated, um, 
chemicals as well. Um, chemicals that are hard to come by and hard to develop. And Emery was part of developing those chemicals. And that's why he was part of uh, building these suits. Um, one element that he was able to talk about was white gold. Um, that they needed like a very, very pure, almost ancient white gold to create these suits. Um, so I'm not really sure, you know, I don't really understand white gold that much. I know it looks like silver. Um, it was originally, what it says uh, here is it was originally developed to imitate platinum. Um, but white gold is usually an alloy containing 75% gold and about 25% nickel and zinc. So that's interesting to me. So it's 75% gold and part nickel and part zinc is what it says here. You know, is it is it better than gold? You know, it's probably tougher than gold if it's got some nickel and zinc in it. Because <laughs> gold's super malleable. Um, but what's so special about white gold? Um, other than it being more affordable um, and having a neutral color... It has better durability than gold, is what they state. But there's other harder materials out there. You know, there's platinum, there's titanium, you know. So, um, you know, kind of kind of goes to that that question of why they needed white gold. Maybe there was some, some kind of substance or combination of substances that they needed to use with other chemicals to create these suits. But I just found this really fascinating. I wanted to share it with you guys, you know, and see what you thought. He stated that when he was working on these suits, there was only two of these exact suits in existence while he was working on them. Granted, all of these departments are all compartmentalized, so he might have only known about two of these suits. And, of course, they were developing more of them to uh, work in the battlefield. He stated that the suits did save lives. He said, um, oh, he was... When he was talking about saving lives, he was talking about the predator suits. Those predator, the previous suits did save lives, so they wanted to create a better suit, and that's what he was working on was developing these super suits. So, what do you think about these suits? You think that they're real? You think they exist? You think that it's just uh, it's just all made up? Hooey? Well, I mean, Emery seems like a legit dude. He seems like he's telling the truth, um, and he's been on guy for seven years now so i mean he's doing a, a good job and now he's doing the interviewing um of new whistleblowers he used to be the whistleblower being interviewed now he's being now he's doing the interviewing so it's pretty interesting there um but i find it fascinating so nonetheless i hope you enjoyed the podcast i hope you're going to have a great weekend i'm going to bring you some more uh interesting stories and uh i'm just having fun with these these days it's just uh it's, it, it's, it's all, it's all fun for me. So anyway, take care of your physical, spiritual, and emotional health, follow through on your hobbies and your goals and your dreams. And as always continue to question the universe around you till next time, guys, take care and lockdown universe out.